hello good morning to you it's a lovely Tuesday once again I believe you're doing well by God's grace um, I believe that God has been good to us and I hope that we are all in good shape uh, our families our loved ones our friends even our enemies I believe God has been good and he deserves to be given thanks and praise and so I want you to thank God this day be grateful to God. The Bible says it's a good thing to give thanks to the Lord. So it's always good to give thanks to the Lord. And I don't want you to forget that. Don't be an ungrateful being. It costs you more to be ungrateful than to be grateful, especially to God. So you need to give God all the grace, all the praise, and all the thanksgiving. Um, I want to use this opportunity to also thank um, our speakers for the past three weeks, Miss Barbara Bote, who spoke on Don't Be Stagnant Move, and Miss Priscilla Binamwako also spoke on <coughs> a purpose driven life, moving with purpose, and Mr. James Kissy, who spoke on Run to Me. I believe that these three topics were in synchrony. Though we are, they were not given any topic, I believe they were led to speak on these matters. And so the Spirit of God wanted to address a particular thing in our lives. And I'm sure that you've been blessed by it. I want to thank them so much. We are grateful, women and man of God. We believe that we hear your voice once again. In fact, very, very soon on this podcast. Today, I want to share with you something very briefly. But before that, I want to show my unflinging um, gratitude to you. In fact, the support has been massive. You've shared this, you've liked it, you've posted it. You've, I mean, it's, it's great and you are doing the work of God. And I know that God will bless you and reward you accordingly. I wish I could reward you myself, but my reward won't be good enough. So I, I think God's reward will be better and God will reward you. I received the message that I was so encouraged. Someone I don't even know, I think a friend shared with that person and she shares with that person every Tuesday and the person was speaking of how much he's been blessed by this Tuesday audios and I believe some of you have gotten such feedback it's, it's an amazing I was so encouraged and I want to say that God bless you all those who share those who listen those who download and listen put them on your status God has seen it all and he will reward you Today I want to be very quick on um, a topic that I have named um, Come Let's Reason. Come Let's Reason. We are going to read from Isaiah chapter 1 verse 18. Isaiah chapter 1 verse 18. It says from the NIV, Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like salad, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red as crimson, they shall be like wool. Praise God. Now, this is an exciting scripture, and I believe that most of us are more are conversant with the scripture. Come, let's reason. Now, um, Prophet Isaiah has been the prophet for the people of Judah for about 40 years, and he's been prophesying. And in the opening chapters of office of his prophetic book in the 18th verse of the first chapter this comes out and this actually is um is, is, is a prophetic word concerning the salvation of humanity god spoke through isaiah to talk about the, the salvation of humanity so he says come now let's reason come let's reason do your your sins 
is like the scarlet it shall be as white as snow and though it is as red as crimson they shall be as wool now scarlet and, and crimson are all um, forms of colors and uh, scarlet is more red like crimson is more purple to red like so they are all colors and um, I am sure that you know that it is not possible for you to blend colors to get white yes to blend color especially red with any other color to get white i'm sure that i've lost touch with all my creative art and um, knowledge but i'm sure this very one the basic colors we have and um, you can't add black brown red to get white but white is instrumental for getting other colors so for for the prophecy to say that um harmless reason and your sin being scarlet or crimson will become white it's somewhat unsaid and it's more like a paradox now the truth is that this was talking about the salvation of man how god is going to save man how man will be saved okay now um if you are listening to this audio and you haven't accepted the lord jesus christ you know Christ came to die for you and the impossible is what is given to you sometimes a lot of us are listening to this audio that we have lived in our sin or we have continued in our sin not because of anything but because of the fact that we are too far off for the reach of God some of us feel we are too dirty to come back to God some of us feel some of the things we've done I mean we we are even shy to even go to church we are even shy to go before god in prayer we are shy to give our lives back to god because of what we are we are doing for some of us we feel we have disappointed god too much that we can't go back but listen the 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 story of the prodigal son is a good example all you need to do is make the decision and come back to god no matter how dirty your sin is no matter the color of your sin God says that He is able to make it as white as snow and it's a, as possible as possible. Listen, and you know one amazing thing? What is going to make your, your sin that is red as white as snow is also a color red. That is the blood of Jesus. God is a God of impossibilities. And so I want to give you the opportunity. Maybe you might be struggling with some kind of sin. Maybe you are struggling with some kind of life. Maybe you want to give your life to God. But things are are difficult. Things are easy. Let me tell you the truth. Whatever you want to stop that you are not able to stop. You can't stop unless you come to God. You can't make the red fight unless you come to God. God is the only person who changes colors without adding other things. He changes colors with the same color. He changes color red to white with color red. God is a God of impossibilities. And God is a God who loves all humanity. And so if you have not given your life, at this point I want you to be serious with your life. Because do you know what? When you sleep, have you thought about it? Who takes care of you when you sleep? Who protects you in your sleep? If you've thought about this very deeply, you'll notice that it is stupidness not to give your life to God. Because when you are asleep, it is God who protects you. And this same God is saying that when you are asleep, when you are vulnerable, when you don't have anything doing, and you don't have any way to protect yourself, 
I am the one who takes care of you and wakes you up every day. I wake you up every day. Now I'm telling you to hand over the rest of your life to me. Already your inactive part of your life has been handed over to me whether you want it or not. Whether you sleep or you don't sleep. God protects you when you are inactive. God protects you when you are you are in your sleep, when you are you are in your slumber, when you are inactive, when you are at rest. God protects you. And he's saying that during working, when you are working, when you are working, when you are schooling, when you are going about your daily activities, just add up that one to me. Such a God, a God who protects you when you have no way of protecting yourself, when you are vulnerable. Won't that God protect you even more when you are active? What prevents you from giving your life to Christ? Is it the pleasures of sin? Denounce them and come to God. There is much more pleasure in God. I want to speak to you. If you are battling with any sin now, even as I speak to you right now, denounce it and come to God. You have no capacity to do it. No, you can't turn that red, that scarlet. You can't turn it into white. God has the ability. Just come to Him. Lift up your hands and say that, God, I have come just as I am. Wherever you are in your closet, I want you to pray to God yourself. Tell God that, God, I have come just as I am. Accept me as I am. And today I denounce my sins and accept you, Jesus, as the Lord of my life. Forgive me of all my sins and cleanse me. Make me white as snow. And help me, Spirit of God. If you just pray this prayer, I want to announce to you that God has forgiven your sins. You are as white as snow. God bless you for praying that prayer. You can let us hear from you so we could assist you and help you in everything that you are doing in your life as a Christian. Now, we want to also encourage you to find a Bible-believing church and attend. Begin to be an active Christian wherever you are. Get yourself involved in the things of God. That's the best way to get yourself involved in life. Get yourself involved in the things of God and I believe that it will be a blessing to you. So today quickly to our topic we've done the first part but I want to talk about the second part. Now the Bible says that come now. Come now. That's what the Bible says. Come now. And let's reason together so come now is an invitation okay and for those who don't know christ that invitation you have already answered it if you pray that prayer if you haven't then you have to pray that prayer to answer that invitation to come for your sins to be forgiven but for those who know christ what does this invitation mean i mean what do i have to come and reason with god about still talking about my sins being scarlet and it being white what actually is the main focus of this i mean come now so god is giving you an invitation will you come will you come and reason it means that probably you might be reasoning on your own or probably you are doing other things on your own you know when a friend tells you that come let's reason together let's think together it's 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 an invitation of partnership an invitation of fellowship an invitation of putting together ideas putting heads together that is the invitation that god is calling you on god wants to partner with you he says you you are no longer slaves you are now my friends because Whatever I do, I tell you. Whatever I know, I tell you. You know my mind. You know my ways because you are my friends. That's what God calls us. So if you're a believer, you know that God is calling you. And God has called you on to coming 
and thinking with him, reasoning with him, that is partnering with him, fellowshipping with him, putting together ideas. Now, this is it. It's amazing how we, we stress ourselves and worry ourselves. We are operated by the life that we live, by the pressures of life. And this thing always weighs us down. You know, it's amazing. But this life, a lot of us go through life thinking, reasoning, cracking our brains. And you know, the, the vicissitude of life has caused a lot of us to even outgrow our ages now god is saying that come and let us reason together okay come and let's reason together so what what is the bible talking about now you might be reasoning about a business your reason might be for a business your reason might be for education for marriage whatever it is for a childbirth whatever it is you are reasoning about it you are pondering over it you are, you are putting schemes and plans together and sometimes some of us we can't even sleep but god is calling us to come let us reason so what kind of call is he calling us to he's inviting us onto the realms of impossibility why impossibility? Because it is impossible for red to become white. It is impossible for something which is colored to become as white as snow. Something which is red as crimson to become as white as wool. So God is calling us to a different realm, a higher realm of reasoning. You know, when you come to human reasoning, human reasoning is based on facts and realities. And so we talk about figures, we talk about things we could see, we talk about tangibility. Human reasonings deal with evidence. Human reasonings deal with things that we can see, things we perceive, things we think, things, things that has been said. These are what human reasoning is based on. So you hear a Christian, a believer saying that, let us face the facts. Forget God. Forget. Let's put God aside. For this one, it is real. This is we are talking about reality, and we are talking about God. You know how we have sidelined God in so many decisions of ours. A lot of us have compartmentalized our lives. That we have places that we have placed God. A lot of us we think that placing God in certain situations is a bit abstract. And so when it comes to business, you have to do the business things. You have to seek for business knowledge. You have to go on to business school seminars. You have to plan. You have to put the money. You have to think business, do this. And it has nothing to do with God. Because we feel that God is abstract in that region. God is abstract in that environment. God is abstract in that field. And that is what has broken a lot of Christians down. Unless believers begin to think on a higher ground, unless be beginners be begin to think, believers begin to believe that God is needed in every aspect of their life, we shall see things crumbling right before us. Because when we come to church, a believer thinks that when it comes to this God can do it. But when it comes to this, you have to face reality and, and use the facts, use the figures, because that is what will help. But I want to announce to you that God is relevant in every situation of life, in every facet of life. God is needed and God is relevant and He's even calling you onto a higher form of reasoning where the things that according to facts and figures are impossible, He makes it possible. Because the Bible says we move by faith and not by sight. It's important for you to understand that as according to 
the book of Corinthians. So we don't move by what the world is saying. And the world does not dictate to us. Now can you imagine Jesus who had gone to pray and when he came back it was it was at night and there was no boat, there was nobody at the shore and his disciples had already taken the lead with the boat. Under normal circumstances, facts and figures, reality will tell you that go and seek shelter, sleep. When it is done, when it is morning, you go back to the shore and then you pick a boat to the other side. But God who is calling us onto a higher level of reasoning says that when he got to the shore, he decided to walk and cross to the other side. And he even caught the disciples alongside and joined the boat. And the Bible says immediately he entered the boat, the boat got to the other side. He is calling us this kind of reasoning a reasoning where nothing becomes a stampede and nothing becomes an obstacle nothing when you are reasoning as a believer though a businessman will be thinking that yes this is true this is it but this is not possible when you come and reason with god what is impossible will become possible because he's a god of possibility and he's a god who is calling us onto higher reasoning higher reasonings that surpasses the mind of man higher reasonings that transcends the understanding and and, and the comprehensions of men because according to man this cannot be but god says that it will be if God has said it will be, what can man do? The Bible says he made everything. According to Psalm 24, everything belongs to God. Listen, if God says that you make it, there is nothing that man can do that can prevent you. That is why it's important for you to add God in your daily plannings. That is why it's important for you to add God in your marriage planning. That's why it's important for you to add God in your relationship planning. That's why it's important for you to add God in your business planning. That's why it's important for you to add God in your academic planning. Because when God is in there and you have someone at the table always thinking and deliberating things on, you are sure to make it. Listen, man cannot always be around. There are sometimes even the people we trust and the people we move on always will not be available. They can die. They can get sick. They might not be available to speak to you. But our God is always around because he's an omnipresent God. And you know one amazing thing? He's omniscient. It means he knows everything. So the research that people have done and you are basing on to as facts and figures for realities and thinking and sidelining God, God always knew everything. The Bible says that before Abraham was, he is. Not he was, he is. He has been and he will always be. So I want to encourage you today. Move out of reality. Move out of the norm. Move out of the normality. And go on to a higher level. Now, instead of deliberating with man, Sometimes we just want to sympathize with others. Sometimes people present their cases so that others will sympathize, will have empathy on them. Listen, present your case to God. He's the only one you are sure to give you good counsel. He's the only one you are sure to always meet him every time. He's the only one who will never fail. He's the only one who knows tomorrow. Nobody in this world knows tomorrow. He is the one calling you onto a higher level of reasoning. Would you accept this invitation? He says, come and let's reason together. Let's reason the impossibility together. I want to admonish you that whatever you are doing in your life today, reason with God. Reason with God in His Word. 
the spoken word of God, the written word of God, reason with God in his word. Speak to him like you are speaking to any other human being. Speak to him in prayer. Speak to him in the word. The Lord is ever ready to deliberate things with you. The Lord is ever ready to share ideas with you. Can you imagine if your business partner is the Lord? Can you imagine if your advisor is the Lord in your academics? Listen, he knows everything. He's not limited. This is the message that the Lord wants me to bring to you. That come, let's reason. It's an invitation onto a higher level of reasoning. And that is a higher level of reasoning of impossibilities. Our God is a God of impossibilities. And you need to understand this reality. You need to grasp this truth. You need to get this. A lot of Christians think that some things God is not needed. Some things when you bring God into it, you are being abstract. You are not being truthful. You are not being realistic. But for us, our world, a realistic world, cannot be without God. For a Christian, you're living. The Bible says that for it is in Him that we live, move, and have our being. In who? In God, in Jesus, in the Word of God. That is what we live on. We live and move by faith, not by sight. If you understand these things, things that bother other people will not bother you. Why? Because you have a consultant. You've already consulted the person on the situation. You know what is at stake. Listen, things will not take you by surprise. You will know what to do at, at the right time. You know what to say at the right time. Because you always consult and reason with a higher authority. The one who is the highest. I need not say more. But I believe that God has communicated well with you. And I believe that God has spoken well with you. If you are that type who think that in this part of my life, no, let's be realistic. Stop saying those things when it comes to God. God is the real deal. Have a wonderful week. God bless you. I already know what you